Why does everything have to end badly for me? How am I ever going to survive this? What's the point of even trying if my luck is so bad? So you might not ask these questions like out loud, but all too often, these are the exact thoughts we have running through our mind when things don't go how we want them to. If you ever had a day when things took a turn toward the less than desirable, you may have felt like your self-confidence took a nosedive, which is why this episode breaks down the confidence killer of catastrophizing. Left to its own devices, the mind can make a mountain out of a molehill. So in part four of this series, I share the simple steps to turn your worst case scenario into your comeback story. This is how to flip your breakdown into a breakthrough. This is your script for confidence. Most people have a high way to stress and a dirt road to happiness because of one simple thing. They catastrophize. They take a situation, an encounter, or a feeling like it's not what we want, and they blow that up into what feel like this inescapable anxiety attack. What makes it even more encouraging is that the reason we do this isn't because we're broken or something's wrong with us. That is how we're wired. That is your brain's default operating system to find and focus on what is wrong and really find and feel all the reasons why. Makes you inspired to smile, huh? <laughs> why did God do this to me? Am I set up to fail? Your brain was created this way for your benefit as a survival mechanism. Now, back when we were like originally created back in the caveman days, if you couldn't see a saber-toothed tiger that was coming after you, you were dead. So the primitive brain was designed to look for danger as a way to survive. The problem, though, is that there ain't no more saber-toothed tigers. But the default tendency of our brain still today is to treat any potential threat, like any threat, maybe going to Starbucks and getting your order wrong for your $40 coffee and feeling like that's a saber-toothed tiger. Now you can probably understand how this can wreak havoc in your life because things happen that are a little bit bigger than a wrong coffee order. But the extreme opposite of this won't serve you either because what I'm not saying is to turn a blind eye to your actual problems because that will only end in a lot more destruction. Because if you don't know something's wrong, you can't do anything about it. And if there is a danger or threat that is coming your way, but you don't see it, that's only going to end in catastrophe. That's like, that's like driving down a two-lane road and someone, you, someone in the other lane was coming straight at you, like swerving towards you. That's going to be a big problem if you don't see them coming and act on it. 
because if you chose to ignore it, that's going to be a head-on collision headed right your way. Thinking positive thoughts alone and ignoring your problems is not going to stop a car heading straight for you from happening and causing some serious harm to both you and likely other people too. So you can't focus only on your problems and make them worse than they appear. But on the other side, you can't ignore your problems and pretend they're not there. Remember, the greatest trick the devil ever played was convincing the world that he doesn't exist. Meaning, if you choose to not focus and address what's wrong, that's going to cause a lot more wrong than you'd like. People often trap themselves by making these challenges we experience in life a lot bigger than they actually are. That's not to minimize any injustice or things, or, or like discount things, but what it's saying is to treat things as they are. Because if you blow them up and make them bigger than they are, it's going to feel really overwhelming to the point where you think there's no way out, making it feel like you can't solve the problem. So you either can't explain exactly what the problem is because there's so much emotion from this natural reaction in the saber-toothed tiger brain, or the way you do describe it is this huge story blown so much out of proportion that it feels like you're in between a rock and a hard place with no way out. So by doing one of these two things, you're setting yourself up for failure before you even try to solve it. The fact is this. Life is going to have challenges, and I'm sure that's no news to you. Things ain't going to go the way you want them to. And the fastest way to overcome those and use them to your advantage is to not ignore your problems, but to shift your focus away from what you don't want and towards what you do want. Because doing this is not going to be automatic. I'm going to be real. This is a process because it's going to take some intentional conditioning. Remember, our brain is defaulted to look for what's wrong and to look for the threat, to find the saber-toothed tiger. However, with everything in life, as I've said several times throughout many episodes of this podcast, in everything in life, there is always both something wrong and something right. An upside and a gain and a sense of loss leading to pain. The antidote to falling into this trap of catastrophizing is to break down the challenge into smaller chunks so that you can see and feel that, yes, maybe you can do this, and in fact, you can overcome it. And by doing that, it can be used to your advantage. Because when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. And you can do this in three simple steps. Step number one is to accurately define the challenge you're facing, making it clear as is at first 
filtering out the emotional add-ons, like it's not fair, I was wrong, things like that. Just focus only on the facts of the situation at hand, keeping it super clear and as concise as possible, not describing it in a five-page essay. Keep it clear, keep it concise. Identify from that what you want to happen. Looking at the facts, define and simplify that, and define what you want to happen. Step two, after you've defined the situation in clear, simple terms, then bring in the emotions. What are the feelings? What do you feel you lost from this? Was it your sense of certainty in knowing something was gonna happen? Or was it your sense of connection with, with an opportunity that's now no longer there, uh, with a person that's not there, or, or with a place? Maybe it was uh, you, you had this, these hopes and dreams of buying a home and the, the dream home sold and, and that opportunity's lost, that place is gone. You know, things like that. What desires or feelings need to be replaced as a result of the situation you now face? Step three is to look at what really is in the way of you taking action to solve it. Not what you think is in your way, but what is realistically in your way. So for example, let's say that in order to solve a situation, there is financial means required. And what you think is in the way is that you don't have money, but really what's in the way is you need a job. Or maybe it's you don't know anyone who could help you in the situation you're facing, but have you reached out to people you do know to see if they know someone who could help? So always look through, what could I do through this? And really look at it through that lens because you will face setbacks. You're gonna have hardships and you're gonna have things happen that you wouldn't wish on anyone. And if you focus on what's wrong, it's gonna zap your confidence down to zero without the feeling that you have the capability to do anything about it, to change the situation, without that belief that you have a chance to find a way to figure it out, you're likely gonna stay stuck in suffering. As I described in detail in part two of this Confidence Killer series, episode number 259 on this podcast, there will be a link to that episode in the show notes. However, if you choose instead to look at the facts and break the situation down into smaller chunks, into solvable terms, rather than making a mountain out of a molehill, it's going to feel more manageable and you'll be able to see what your first step towards overcoming that challenge is. And remember, the whole definition of confidence, it ain't something you're born with. Confidence is a skill which is built by you taking action, keeping the promises that you make to yourself. And by chunking down your challenge into smaller steps and acting on those, you will build your confidence through that process, taking it one step at a time. That's the simple framework to overcome the confidence killer of catastrophizing. 
Instead of taking a situation and building it up, take a situation and break it down. Define your problem in solvable terms. Recognize the needs and wants that feel you were robbed from that situation and be honest about what's really stopping you from taking action to flip the script on the situation. Because even if you initially made a mountain from that molehill, you can overcome it because the journey to the top of any mountain always starts by taking the first step. But this process shrinks that perceived mountain into the opportunity for growth and resilience building to script your confidence. One dose of truth with, with like a capital T to keep in mind during these times of trials and setbacks comes from Romans 8.28. And we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. And you, my friend, were created on purpose for a purpose. That light you have, do not allow it to be snuffed out from the trials you face. Your purpose is not to hide your magnificence from the world. For your light was not meant to stay hidden in a clay jar under the bed, but to be put on a lamp on a stand shining bright as a city upon a hill to inspire others out from the darkness so that they too can see their own light from your reflection and realize that the light they've been seeking has been within them this whole time, just as it is within you. So go forth, be great, and script your confidence. With it, you can be even more of a blessing to other people. Turn your can'ts into cans and your dreams into plans. God bless. 